Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate you joining me. And today, we're going to talk about 10 ways to get more discipline. Discipline is one of those things that I have tons of interest in. It's one of the things that I attribute to my success, not only as a man, but also my success with women, my success with money. Just everything is based on discipline, being consistently reliable in those promises that you make to yourself. So I'm really excited to delve into this one today, boys. Before I jump into the content, I want to give a few shout outs. So first of all, some dude wrote me a review on iTunes who said, I really appreciate the content in Mark's program, but he doesn't oversell his coaching program. And that really meant a lot to me, brother, if you're listening, because I try not to oversell it as much as I want to. I try not to. And it's funny to me because colleagues who also have podcasts like this one get shit on a lot because they just sell, sell, sell. So it's a delicate balance because obviously this is how I make my living. This is all I do. And I have a three-year-old daughter. I have a family who I need to support. And this is how I do it. So I have to flex up sometimes, but I don't want to be the dude who just inundates you with so much marketing continuously. I really want to deliver the content. And based off the reviews that I've been getting from you guys, it seems like I've got that balance correct. So I definitely intend to continue doing that. However, I just got a review from one of my English clients that I just have to read. This is absolutely spectacular. And yes, it's about my three-month coaching program where I teach you how to be speaking to 10 to 20 women consistently and dating dozens of women over the next three months when you come join my program. And this is from Wayne. Wayne, gigantic shout out to you. Now, here's what's crazy about England, okay? I have just as many English listeners as I do Australian listeners, but I get at least three to four times more Australian clients. I don't know what it is about English people. I guess they don't trust me very much. They think that goddamn American beat us in the Revolutionary War, saved our ass in World War II, and now I don't want to bring this dude any of our business. I'm just fucking with you, England. Don't worry about it. Love you guys. In fact, I'm a major fan of the Premier League. I could sit there and listen to an English chick talk for like 60 hours straight and not get bored. I absolutely love the English accent. My daughter watches this show called Peppa Pig. It's from England, and she actually has an English accent. She's like, Daddy, could I please have some water? And I'm like, what the fuck? Who taught you to talk this way? And it's Peppa Pig, man, and I love it. My little girl speaks English, not American, and I'm super pumped about it. But Wayne is from England, and I want to read his review real quick. He says, hi, boss. Just thought I'd write this email as a thank you. And by the way, guys, Wayne is only six weeks through the three-month program. So this is what he has to say, six fucking weeks in. And Wayne, I can't thank you enough. So he says, hi, boss. Just thought I'd write you this email as a thank you. I'm now an elder. I made it, and it's only the beginning. The tools you've taught me, I'll be implementing in every part of my life, and I'm never going to stop growing. You've helped me grow as a man, and I can genuinely say I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. I look in the mirror now, and I'm so proud of who is staring back at me. You've helped me feel worthy in myself. And that is largely, actually 90% attributed to the NLP boys that I assigned to you. When we work together, I make a custom NLP protocol that is designed specifically for you. 
just as I did for Wayne, and you go over that through the three months. Usually it takes people about six weeks before I get an email like this one telling me how much their life is changing, how much their viewpoint of themselves is changing, and how much those belief systems have been removed that were at one time holding them back. Wayne continues, I'm in the best shape of my life. My business is starting to pick up again. My relationships with my family, friends, girls, and work colleagues are better than ever. I get approached a lot more in a positive way, which is due to my body language, and I walk around with a smile on my face, and that's all because of the NLP in your program. I could ramble on for hours, but all I'm trying to say is joining your program is the best decision I've ever made. You just can't put a price on happiness. I thank you and appreciate all your help, and you'll always have a friend in me. And if you ever need anything, I can help. I will. If you ever visit the UK, look me up, bro, and I'll show you the sites. Hey, Wayne, I'm seriously going to take you up on that. And by the way, Liam, who's my podcast editor, you too, man. When I come out to the UK, which I plan to do within the next three to five years, I want to go to a fucking Premier League soccer game. I want to sit in the front row. I want to sing the songs. I want to be up in it. And I want to experience one of those games because that looks like the sickest thing you could ever experience. So anyway, Wayne, do appreciate you. And gentlemen, if you want to have the same results, seriously, I am open to you. I am ready to meet with you. I am ready to take you to the top of that mountain with my NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. Click on coaching, fill out the quick application and you and I will get on that call together. All right, that's enough rambling. Let's jump into how to get discipline. First of all, boys, discipline means acting on your higher motives, not your lesser motives. For example, you look like a chicken McNugget with tits. You look like a potato with a bathing suit on it. You look like a Nebraska cow standing vertically. And the only kinds of girls you can get have names like Nebraska heifer, New York rump roast, California tri-tip, or Montana mountain troll, because you're all blown out, bro. You're all blown out because you don't have any discipline. So the first thing to understand is that you need to act on your higher motives, not your lesser motives. If getting into shape means not eating that Twinkie, what is your higher motive? It's to get into shape, not your lesser motive, which is the transient mouth pleasure you're going to get out of eating that Twinkie. So fucking huck that thing out the window, man. Huck that thing, hit a fat girl in the head, let her eat it. Next thing to do in order to have discipline is to track your progress. This is what I do every single time I'm trying to achieve anything, whether it's a certain amount of money each month, whether it's a certain weight, whether it's achieving a certain level in jujitsu, I'm constantly tracking my progress. How many classes have I gone to? How many calories have I taken in today? How much weight have I lost over the last few days? It's consistently being tracked. And when you track it, you give yourself motivation because you know the next morning when you step on that scale, you're going to have to log in and track it. So you don't want to let yourself down and it is extremely motivating. That which gets measured gets improved. I absolutely love that piece of wisdom because it's absolutely true. So you always want to measure. You always want to track. You want to keep a log of exactly what you're doing, even if it's with females. How many girls did I approach this week? Every single girl, you're logging down another number in your spreadsheet. When I first started really trying to get good with girls, I would literally go out with my cell phone, have a notepad open, and every single girl I approached, I'd put an X. Okay, so by the end of the night, I'd count the Xs and be like, cool, I got 18. Let me just get four more. Get another one, put another X. Get another one, put another X. And then it becomes numbers-oriented, which as I've explained to you guys many times, masculinity is numbers-oriented. It just wants to bust out the numbers. It likes to track what it's doing, and it likes to pat itself on the back 
based on the success of the effort, not necessarily the result. So as you're tracking your progress, you're feeling good about it and you want to continue doing it, thus giving you discipline. Number two is don't open opportunities, which means don't have cookies in the cupboard. Don't have your Pornhub frequent masturbator platinum card. Don't have a Dairy Queen visa that you signed up for the last time you were in there buying a goddamn ice cream cake. Throw that shit out the window. Don't give yourself opportunities. For example, Halloween is literally tomorrow. I'm filming this the day before Halloween. I film them in batches. I am not going to eat a single piece of candy because I'm trying to cut right now, which is part of the reason I'm doing this podcast. I'm trying to cut. So I know if I just eat one little piece of candy, it's going to just be an avalanche and I'm going to eat the entire fucking bag. Like we're taking my daughter out trick-or-treating. I eat one single m and I'm doomed. So there's going to be absolutely no eating of candy. I'm just not going to give myself the opportunity. And as I continue to cut, I get rid of things like crackers, which I absolutely love. Certain kinds of breads like cinnamon raisin bread. Dude, you put that shit in the cupboard, I will decimate the entire loaf literally in 10 minutes. There's going to be two pieces in the toaster consistently. They pop out. I'm smacking butter on them and I'm just decimating them. Before I know it, I'm a chicken McNugget with tits again because I just decimated the entire Pepperidge Farms cinnamon raisin swirl bread, which is like, dude, the devil created that shit. I swear to God, it's the best thing I've ever tasted. You don't give yourself opportunities. You simply don't buy it. And when you shop at the supermarket, if you're trying to lose weight, shop on the edges which means stay away from anything in the middle aisles. The shit is all full of sugar. It's filled with simple carbohydrates that are going to do nothing that get you fat. So what I do is I stick to meat, vegetables, some fruits, and I don't even buy the shit that I like to buy. Like Nilla wafers, love them. Wheat thins, love them. Doritos, fucking love them. Any cookie, bro, like an Oreo cookie, are you kidding me? Those brands have literally invested billions into scientists creating food that is appealing to our taste buds. To me, an Oreo cookie is the most demonic, perfect fucking creation ever of some shit that is just irresistible to the human taste bud. Like a fucking Oreo blizzard. Oh my hell, dude. Throw away that freaking Dairy Queen Visa card. You don't need it. All right, so as I spoke about earlier, you're always focusing on your higher goal, not your lesser goal. This is absolutely essential. Number four is identify as the guy who you want to be. Okay, a big problem, especially with dudes who aren't good with women or guys who aren't good with money or guys who want to lose weight is they identify as a guy who isn't good with women. They literally tell that to themselves. I'm not good with women. I'm not attractive. She'd be better with that other dude than she'd be with me. Guys who are good with women say, I'm a fucking girl magnet. So as of now, brother, even if it feels like a complete lie to you, You need to tell yourself, I am a girl magnet. When it comes to money, guys who don't have money, how do they identify? As a guy who doesn't have money, as a guy who's poor, who lives on Struggle Street. When you say to yourself, I live on Struggle Street, the universe is what? That's right. It's nothing but a big mirror. So it's going to say, you're right. You live on Struggle Street. A guy who is overweight, even for those of you who just want to lose 5, 10, 15, 20 pounds, You identify as a dude who has the exact body you have now. So what do you do? You switch your identity. Literally picture yourself in the body that you want to be. I do that all the time. In my mind, I'm fucking shredded. I have a six pack. I'm completely yoked and I look awesome in a bathing suit. And while that may not always be true because of things like Oreo and Pepperidge Farms, freaking cinnamon raisin bread, which is my number one weakness, 
when I think that way, I always go back to it. And I'm going back to it right now. I will not negotiate with the terrorists of M&Ms tomorrow. When my little girl's getting all this candy chucked into her bag and I'm being like, dude, a fucking Reese's Buttercup right now, how good would that be? But no, man, I'm focusing on my higher motives. I'm seeing myself in Hawaii, which by the way, we're going to in a few weeks for a week. I'm actually going on a retreat with Eckhart Tolle. He's a spiritual guru, spiritual master. We're going on a one-week retreat with Eckhart Tolle in Maui. So I'm going to be there. I'm picturing myself on the beach in my bathing suit, fucking shredded. And those goddamn M&Ms, those Oreo cookies, those Nella wafers, those Doritos are only going to hold me back from that higher goal of that image that I have of myself. So always identify as the dude who you want to be because as a man thinks, he becomes extremely important. Number five is obvious. Fix the shit in your head. Okay, I can tell you when it comes to women, it's all in your head, bro. And that's why with my British client, Wayne, we fix the shit in his head. And within six weeks, the guy's like, dude, I'm happier than I've ever been. I'm getting more ass than the toilet seat. I have all this abundance in my life. People are noticing different shit about me. And this is the best investment I've ever made in my life. Why? Because simply we are focusing on the shit in his head. We're not going on a surface change of just saying, okay, Wayne, go open girls, say this to them. This is how you get a phone number. This is what you do on the first date. Certainly I include that, but what's most important is fixing the shit in your head. If you don't attract money, it's all in the fucking head. You don't believe you're worth what you want to be worth. You believe you're a $60,000 a year dude or whatever it is that you're making. Brother, what you're making right now, here's something I really want you to consider. What you're making right now is how you identify. That's all in your head. And I guarantee you, if you're not making at least six figures, and I'm not trying to hate on you. I didn't make six figures for a very long time, believe me. But if you're not making at least six figures, there's issues there. There's issues around money. There's issues around self-worth. There's issues around scarcity versus abundance. You probably don't think there's enough money in the world. You probably think it's hard to get or it takes tons of stress to get it. Really? Who sold you that belief? I'm not stressed. I'm having a great fucking time. I'm doing what I love and I'm getting paid very generously for it because I believe there's enough. I believe that I'm enough. I believe that I'm worth it and that all starts in your head. So whether you sign up with me or somebody else, it doesn't matter to me. Go get the shit fixed and work on it very diligently. Say to a therapist or a coach or whoever you want to work with, listen, I'm not getting girls. Could you please help me remove belief systems such as I'm not enough. You shouldn't bother people. Other guys are better for her than I am. My dick isn't big enough. I'm not tall enough. It's unattractive being bald. Whatever your issue is, when you believe that about yourself, women are going to believe it about you too. So fix that shit. How do you do it? With the simple decision to fix it. Intention is literally 80% of it. If you have an intention that I am going to do the work, I am going to remove these messed up programs, you will remove the messed up programs. And that's why I have my guys, I do NLP, as you know, Neuro Linguistic Programming. I have them jump through a bunch of hoops. I have them prove their intention to me even before they can meet with me. So that if we do work together, they're completely invested psychologically. So that when I send them the NLP protocols, they are definitely going to do them and they definitely have the intention to remove those negative belief systems, to drop those schemas, to reprogram those archetypes so that they can become effective with women. And believe me, it fucking works.
Number six is to identify self-fulfilling prophecies. Identify self-fulfilling prophecies. So self-fulfilling prophecies, that's really hard to say three times in a row, is when you inadvertently shoot yourself in the foot, such as, perfect example, getting together with the same chick over and over again, but in different bodies. And when I say that, I mean you are attracted to the same kind of chick who has the same dysfunctions, who has, for example, daddy issues, who's perhaps a gold digger, or perhaps is going to cheat on you time and time again. These self-fulfilling prophecies oftentimes are derived of traumas that happened in your childhood. And many times, especially if we're attracted to a dysfunctional woman, that woman emulates unconsciously similar dysfunctions as our dysfunctional parent, usually our mom, but even sometimes our dad, even sometimes our siblings, our grandparents, or even coaches, teachers, or somebody you had a trauma with in your past. So for example, a dude's mom was a little bit of a dumpster fire, right? Total train wreck. And he gets attracted to other train wrecks because unconsciously he wants to try to fix these chicks. So the way to get discipline is to identify how, for example, eating ding-dongs, dip-dips, and ho-hos is gonna keep you fat because you have a self-fulfilling prophecy that A, you're a fat guy, B, you don't deserve to be skinny, C, if I'm skinny, I'm gonna get the adulation that I'm too afraid to get. So you identify how you are shooting yourself in the foot subconsciously, and awareness alone is curative. When you identify those things and you have the intention, as I spoke about earlier, to drop them, you're able to drop them. And how do you drop them? The same way you drop a heavy bag of potatoes you've been carrying around for years. You just fucking drop it. And the next thing you know, those self-fulfilling prophecies are not keeping you 15 to 20 pounds overweight, keeping you making 60 grand a year when you want to make 120 a year, keeping you getting sixes and sevens and mountain trolls and New York rump roasts when you want to be pulling eights, nines, and tens because you have a self-fulfilling prophecy that you don't think you're enough, frankly, is what it comes down to. And it keeps you in that position. Identifying them will help you remove them. Number seven is to simply make discipline a part of your routine. Want to meditate every day? Wish you had the discipline to do it? Then literally write into your daily routine. The second I wake up, I sit down on the pillow and I meditate for 20 minutes, just like I do. I also schedule in workouts, okay? Every single day, I'm going to the gym. Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm going to Pilates. Mondays and Fridays, I'm doing jujitsu. It's just in my calendar. There's no way to avoid it. It's just part of my schedule. So I just do it. And sometimes you just act it out. You just walk into the jujitsu academy. You just go through the emotions. And then by the end of it, you're like, damn right, dude. I did my jujitsu this week. I feel fucking great. Number eight is to limit all friction. Okay, so one thing for me is it's difficult for me to get to bed at a reasonable hour. Lately, I've been aiming for 11 p.m., which is really new. I've never done that before. I used to go to bed at 2 a.m. for years and years, but now that I have a three-year-old daughter who I need to take to school in the morning sometimes, I need to get my ass in bed. So what do I do? I put the internet on a timer. I put the internet on a timer, which limits the friction. When I'm sitting at my desk watching YouTube videos, the internet cuts out and I have no other choice than to go to bed. When it comes to losing weight, I get the munchies around 6 p.m., so what I do is I put my eating start time into my calendar. And to me, I just know what it is. If I get the munchies at 6 p.m., what I want to do is intermittent fast throughout the day so I don't get to eat breakfast until 12 p.m. For me, fasting in the morning is a million times easier than fasting in the evening. 
So I've limited the friction of me getting the munchies by satisfying those munchies. And instead, I do the fasting in the morning rather than the evening. So you basically set up a schedule so that you have as little friction as possible. You make it part of your daily routine. You make it part of your identity. You limit those things that might get you off track. You schedule it and you identify as a dude who does these things. You want to run every day? Identify as a runner. You want to swim every day as I do? Identify as a swimmer. I literally think I am a swimmer. I feel that way. I read swimming blogs. I look at swimming websites. I think about how I can swim better. I just invested in these super sick MP3 bone conducting headphones. It's so sick. They sit on the outside of your ear and it's like bone conduction where I can have my earplugs in because I swim with earplugs, but I can still listen to audiobooks. So what I've done is I've pushed towards that identity of being a swimmer. I've limited the friction of swimming in a boring pool with no entertainment going on. And now I'm listening to audiobooks and like my swimming times go up by double. I used to swim like 30 minutes. I can swim an hour now just because I'm listening to super interesting audiobooks and it's super gangster, dude. I cannot believe technology. Technology can really help you get that discipline. All right, number nine is to focus on the satisfaction of what it will be like to achieve that goal and really, really visualize it. So anything I want to achieve, whether it's making a certain amount of money each month, whether it's standing on the beach in Hawaii just completely shredded, whether it's getting a podium in a triathlon, I'm always visualizing it over and over again, and I'm tasting the sweetness of success. And it feels good to do what I have to do to get to that goal because that goal seems so satisfying the more I visualize it. Not only does visualizing it whet my appetite and get me more motivation to be disciplined, but it also, by the law of attraction, brings it to me. Because if I'm focusing on how shredded I'm going to be when I'm standing on the beach in Hawaii, that is literally the law of attraction in action. It's going to say, okay, Mark is shredded. That is the reality he is creating with the power of his mind. And make no mistake, boys, your mind is extremely powerful, especially when it comes to creations. You have literally created everything that's around you right now. And the more consistently you focus on that, the more consistently it's going to show up into your reality. So just focus on the end result, man. What is it? Is it a solid nine in your bed as you lie on your back? And I'm giving you exactly what I used to visualize for years. And this has happened so many times to me. I'm laying on my back and there's this chick with this fucking perfect model body. The flattest tummy, just totally just fucking flat with a belly button ring, perfect perky tits, super in shape, tight thighs, a beautiful clavicle, beautiful hair hanging down over her perfect breasts, just bouncing up and down on my dick. I have had that happen time and time again because that's what I visualized. And I make no apologies for it, man. I know you guys are just as horny as I am, right? It's like, we're dudes. Don't be ashamed about wanting to have that experience because it's pushing it away from you. Focus on that result. How awesome would it be when you're doing your number one most desired sexual thing to a woman, to the hottest girl you could possibly picture, when you allow yourself to picture that, which so many guys don't allow themselves to do because A, they don't understand how it's going to happen and B, they think it's wrong. But when you allow yourself to picture that, the chances of it manifesting increase. You get motivated, you draw it to yourself via the law of attraction, and you are going to get the discipline in order to learn how to get the skill set to attract women so that you can make that happen. 
Think about counting that money or driving that car that you want to buy or losing the weight and standing on Hawaii just completely shredded. And maybe you want to add a couple chicks sweating you in your visualization. When you focus on the end result and make it a positive end result, your discipline will go up exponentially. All right, boys, the last one, number 10, is the setup dopamine hits during the action. Okay, so for example, if you want to get ripped, it's a good idea to lift weights and get into your testosterone, which hits you with dopamine. If your objective is to make lots of money, every time you make a little bit of money, you should have a routine where you point up at the sky, for example, and you're like, thank you, God, thank you, this is so sick, and it feels good to see that payment come in, right? You see that money come in, And then you put that profit into your spreadsheet and see how much you made that month and see what your net worth is. Again, that which gets measured gets increased, right? So you're tracking that shit. You're feeling good. Whatever it is that you're trying to do, focus on the process. The dopamine hits during the process, which by the way, is very masculine as well. So not only are you setting up an end goal, like that girl just bobbing up and down on your dick, for example. And by the way, I don't feel shame about saying that because every single one of you motherfuckers listening wants that. So why are we trying to hide it? Let's be proud of our sexuality. Let's feel good that we want to have sex with women. That's what you're designed to do. So many guys shudder and are like, oh, I can't believe he said that. Fuck it, dude. I know what's going on in your mind, bro, because it's going on in my mind too. And the mind of all my clients and all my friends, I know what the truth is. So let yourself desire it. Picture it. Drink it up. Create that for yourself. Because when you allow yourself to want it, when you embellish in it and allow yourself the freedom to visualize it without restriction, it's going to happen. So setting up those dopamine hits during the action is super duper powerful for discipline, right? Lifting weights, feeling good, eating some nice clean greens and feeling super clean and energized, running and feeling that runner's high, saving money and counting it over and over again and feeling good about your accomplishment, Remember, boys, we want to enjoy the journey rather than just the destination, but both. So you want that destination, but you're enjoying the journey to get there. That's the way to get disciplined right there. Let me go over all 10 for you real quick. Number one, track your progress. Number two, don't open opportunities. For example, cookies in the cupboard. Number three, focus on your higher motive, not your lesser motive. Number four, identify as the guy who you want to be, one of my favorites. Number five, fix the shit in your head, for God's sakes. Number six, identify self-fulfilling prophecies that are holding you back. Number seven, make it part of your routine. Number eight, limit all friction, such as my internet going to bed early example. Number nine, routinely think about the satisfaction that will come out of that girl bobbing your knob (laughs) in bed at night. And number 10, set up dopamine hits during the action, such as lifting, feeling good, eating clean food and feeling good, working out, feeling good, counting your money and feeling good. So those boys are 10 ways that I myself have implemented discipline into my life. And I'm telling you, if you could just be consistent, just every day do something that moves you forward towards your goal, you will achieve your goal. The big problem with most people is they set out to do too much too quickly. They set out too many parameters and they don't ease into it like an old man into a warm bath, which is why in my coaching program, we ease into it slowly. 
I keep the motivation there. I help to keep my boys disciplined. And that's why they get results time and time again. And it helps a lot too. When you're removing bullshit belief systems, that feels good. So they want to keep doing it because they see immediate results. And that's why I absolutely love NLP. It works in this discipline thing to keep my dudes motivated on track and to their goal, which all of them achieve. If you gentlemen would like to meet with me on a free one-on-one breakthrough session, click on my website, which is the first link in the description below. Click on coaching, fill in the quick application, and you and I will get on that one-on-one call together. Gentlemen, I draw podcasts on Mondays and Thursdays, so I sure do hope you tune in for the next one because it's going to be a good one, brother. And I will see you in the next episode.